Hi, this is Winner, and welcome to Winscope Podcast. So, recently I've been on a business trip to one of the more challenging places, and my confidence was hit pretty hard during one of those trips. And, you know, I've been telling you guys in other episodes about how I am no stranger to imposter syndromes and work anxiety, all of which is related to how I perceive myself to be the younger ones compared to my peers without as much experience as the rest of the team, which is not that far from the truth, considering that I am at least 15 to 20 years younger than my peers. Having said that, I do realize that it is not healthy to focus on that as it would become a distraction from putting in the real work. However, this doesn't mean that I am automatically able to remove this thought, this insecurity from my mind 100% of the time. And so, From time to time, when I'm not careful, or when the challenges are bigger than normal, I still fall into this trap, you know, from time to time. And the most recent case that it has happened again, you know, losing confidence at work, was only a few weeks ago when I was traveling to Australia. Now, my coverage is Asia Pacific, you know, so that includes places like Southeast Asia, China, Japan, Korea. So... Most countries in the region, you know, they don't speak English as their first language. So when I engage with them, when I have conversations with them, so far, the nervousness, the insecurity, it kind of goes both ways. So for them, they are also nervous because they're also not that confident in their command of English to be able to ask me questions, to properly explain themselves, or to ask me questions. Now, that is not at all the case for one particular sub-region in the region that I cover, which is the continent of Australia, where not only do they speak English as their first language, but they are also not afraid to question and challenge things. At least this is the culture that I've experienced so far, you know, from my personal experience. And so whenever I engage with them, whenever I talk to them, I have always had to make sure that I am very well prepared. So although not 100% of the time, this essentially amplifies, you know, my insecurity and my lack of confidence when speaking to them. And the other thing which probably contributed for this trip was that I was there during the winter. So by around this time in May um, in Australia, it was already freezing cold, especially in Melbourne. I was also recently back from Shanghai, you know, doing back-to-back trips. So within a couple of days into this trip, I quickly fell back into this trap again of losing confidence at work. However, this means that it was also another opportunity for me to learn by trying to get myself out of it. So here I am sharing with you guys three ways that I've learned to regain and build my confidence at work. So the first one is stop using the same measuring stick to compare yourself to your peers. Now, this one was not obvious to me because like me before, you know, many might argue that, hang on, isn't that one of the ways to learn how to get better is to look at what other people are doing, where they are and what we can learn from them? Well, yes and no. While it is helpful to identify opportunities, improvements by looking at your peers 
it can also be rather harmful if you're using, you know, at the same time, measuring your contribution at work using the same criteria. And one of the main reasons is that there is no single approach to how you contribute in your role. So think of CEOs, you know, nowadays that we see in the media. There are so many types of CEOs, you know, and not all CEOs make public appearances or appear in podcast episodes like Elon Musk. But does that make them a bad CEO? Not at all. So keep in mind that in whatever position that you are in, you will always have your own unique way to contribute without always needing to fit a particular mold. As long as you are able to deliver all of the key deliverables and keep your boss happy. In my case, I've always thought that I needed to become a really aggressive, you know, person to speak very sternly because I'm, you know, a safety guy. Well, there are some elements to that that I can, you know, practice and learn. There are also ways to show assertiveness without aggression. So I can still deliver the same message sternly without rejecting my natural personality. The second point is, you know, to build confidence at work is to focus on solving problems. When you are lacking confidence, you tend to focus on the wrong things in order to, to develop them. And more often than not, that thing that you tend to focus on is yourself. Many of us, you know, tend to make the mistake of trying to find the shortest path possible to building confidence, which often leads to making everything about themselves. What should I say to impress people? How do I make sure I sound smart enough? How do I make people think that I'm important? So you unconsciously make everything about you instead of trying to understand the situation or the issue or the task at hand and focus on solving problems. And you know what? Surprisingly, from my experience, if I am able to disengage from being hyper-focused on myself, words that needed to be said tend to come much more naturally to me. You listen more carefully to understand the situation and to focus more on addressing the issues and solving problems. And you know what? People will appreciate you more for it. Now, the third point, the final one that I've learned to remind myself is to slow down. When we are nervous, we tend to put everything in hyperdrive. Your mind is racing, which then makes your speech faster. Now, this is very common knowledge, but surprisingly, most people, when they're in the moment of being consumed by anxiety and nervousness, and this includes myself, by the way, we forget this. You know, we, we forget that, you know, our minds just race and we tend to speak faster. And the worst part is that when you are nervous and you speak faster, it kind of self-perpetuates, you know, by making you even more nervous. And the cycle goes on and on and on. What I have learned from my peers and from observing my seniors is to deliberately slow down certain parts of your speech. Not only does this calm down your audience, but it also calms yourself down so that you don't dissipate this energy of nervousness. Another benefit is that it also draws people attention to what you are about to say 
and ensure that they remember the key message. Now, I could make an entire episode about speech alone, but for this one, I'd like to focus on sharing with you the technique to help you deliberately slow down your speech and yourself, which is mainly through breathing. So the key is take a deep breath in very quickly, very deep breath, and very, very, very slowly breathe out and focus on your body. The slow breathing out here is the key and it will help slow down your whole system. So you breathe in very quickly and then slowly, slowly, slowly breathe out. Repeat as much as necessary. So those are the three main things that I've had to relearn and use very recently to get myself out of that trap of losing confidence at work. And I found them to be very helpful at sustainably building confidence at work is by stop measuring yourself to your peers using the same criteria, focus on solving problems, not yourself, and try to slow yourself down. This was from a very recent experience. I fell into this trap and I was able to bounce back eventually. So I hope you enjoy. I hope you learned something. That's it for this episode, and I'll see you in the next one.